And good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Monday. This is Jeff Gelwin of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joel from Solid Canine Training. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. hope everyone's having a fantastic show. We've got hey, you everybody. streaming live. On, I've, got, I've got three cameras going here. So you'll have to excuse me if my head is down. That's um, what she said. So um, what I'm going to do is this. Uh, I'm going to answer your questions tonight. Joelle is going to uh, read them, but you're going to write them. So you type them in below, ask your dog training questions. We'll give you dog training answers. If you're brand new to the show, I've been doing this podcasting radio show thing for 16 years. We've done thousands of shows. Um, well, I know we're only up to 900 and something on this, but that's just this platform. And we did definitely probably eight years, nine years prior to that. Um, I hope everyone's having a great day, and if you're not, hopefully we'll end the evening off for you proper. <laughs> no telling where this show will go. Well, I might start it with a rant. You ready? Oh, boy. All Here right. we go. Let's go right into a rant. Buckle up. So got a, got a, uh, a message from somebody today. We get a lot of messages, dozens and dozens of messages a day, and you know I don't answer any like complicated anything because it's like you need you need to do a one-on-one counsel with me and that's not that i want you to give us money it's like it's like this shit takes time like imagine getting imagine only getting 24 messages which is not a lot of messages 24 messages and you're spending five minutes to 10 minutes on each message going back and forth like that literally takes up like your day so someone was like i was helping out a shelter and there's a foster who's having a problem with the dog. And I recommended a prong collar. And I checked in with them a week later. And they said, oh, my gosh, my walks have totally changed. And it's working. I said, great. I'll come out next week and help you with more stuff. So the foster contacted the shelter. And the shelter said, you know what? No. We're going to go with positive reinforcement. Now, let's just, just buckle up for the ride here. Because there's a, there's a couple of things that we need to clarify. So they got rid of the prong collar, and then and, and this was and then this was the response. Then then she also wrote, "I'm waiting to hear back from them." Um, and I said, "Well, don't wait. Literally, don't help. This sounds so anti-client, but it's not. Don't bother helping." Now let me go on my rant. Number one, I went on a freaking rant on Instagram. And right after that rant, and listen to the rant. I'll go, I'll go on it again right now. But listen to the rant on Instagram. But right after that rant, I checked my messages again. And she wrote back again. And she said, when she first contacted me, this dog was massively leash reactive, re reactive yanking her down the street, choking itself. And my rant was literally... And she was using a martingale. My rant was literally about a martingale and a prong collar. I didn't even know that's what she was using. But that's sort of how long I've been doing this. A prong collar, first of all, when someone says use positive reinforcement, ask them, what is that? What does that mean? Can you explain the process to me? I can explain the process to you. But what does that mean? Do people that say use positive reinforcement actually understand what it actually means? Second rant, second part of the rant. A prong collar sitting there is not a punisher. A, a dog gently feeling it is not a punisher. Third thing. Well, you put a prong collar on yourself? Yes, I have. I've actually had also stuff shoved up my ass and tipped very well. And it wasn't even a thermometer. But no, I just get my temperature scanned with my thing. And I also don't, okay, eat dog food and I don't leave in a cage. So try to compare putting a prong collar or a knee collar on a human is stupid and it just shows a sign that you actually can't have a logical conversation. But let's do this. Put a martingale on yourself and use it properly the way it's supposed to be used in dog training. Put a prong collar on yourself and use it properly the way it's supposed to be used in dog training. And tell me which hurts worse. The martingale every time. Martingales will choke you. You'll actually be in pain from the constant pressure of a martingale. 
loosening, tightening, loosening, tightening. Where a prong collar, you will not. Now, for someone to not care so much about this person or this dog and let them go back to the life they had before just tells me and reinforces when I say that the, the average shelter rescue person does not give a shit about the owner or the dog. This is what I mean. That does not mean all. Do not get me wrong. This is not a wide paper stroke, but it's way more than 50%, 60, 70, 80. Most shelter people actually care more about the ideology, the God-like uh, uh, position it puts them in to decide who lives, who dies, where you go, where you don't go. And they actually don't care about the success of the dog or the success of the owner. Why? This is a perfect example of what? So, do you know that when you use a prong collar as a tool, a tool, how much positive reinforcement is also used? Why? Because it's called dog training. When you use an e collar, do you know how much rewards are used in e collar training? Why? Because it's called dog training. And in dog training, when you want dogs to do things, you use a reward-based system, no matter what tool you are using. And when you want them to stop something, use a punitive-based system. This is based on factual stuff, real-world practical application. So there's written stuff, there's theoretical stuff, and then there's also real-world applications that have been going on for hundreds of years that actually work. So that's my rant as far as tools for right now. But I use the word punisher because that's the correct word is punisher. I use the word um, uh, shock collar, e-collar, remote collar. They're all the same, by the way. Um, only dog trainers argue about that stuff usually. And uh, I don't sugarcoat things. And I tell people the truth. They might not like to hear it, but it's the truth. I do not lie. I cannot tell a lie. Is that George Washington? Well, I, I can't tell a lie. I just don't. I don't lie. I won't. I won't. I will not. With, not only will I not lie, I won't withhold information. Right which I think is even worse. You're like George Washington. Especially in relationships, by the way. I think the withhold... Oh, I never lied to you, but you withheld a bunch of information. Yeah, it's just as bad. It's just sure. as bad. Just as bad. Shady. Yep. So let's go right to the queue. We've got everybody here on Instagram. Thank you so much. Instagram, you can buy a badge. YouTube, you can do a top chat. Rumble, you can do a top mm. chat. Um, and everybody here on Facebook and also on YouTube. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Also, we've got um, a new channel, Common Sense Talks with Jeff, and what everybody's thinking but nobody wants to say. And I start my interviews this week. And if anybody is in any modality would, would want to be a radio guest for an hour just talking about everything, every category, I'm, I'm interested in talking to people that don't like me. I'm interested in talking to people that agree with me, that disagree with me. Doesn't matter to me. If you, if you are capable of having a civil conversation, I'm interested in talking to you about lots of stuff. This is not about dog training necessarily. Let's get right into it. All right. Awesome Ozzy says, uh, hello, people. Hello. Hey, Awesome Ozzy. Hey, how are you? Snuggle Bun says, hey, everyone. Avi says, hi, all. Thanks for the call, Jeff. You're welcome, hey, Avi. Um, Avi said the gimp had a prong. Yep. Let's see. Leah on Instagram. Tips on a very vocal dog. Continuous barking, even after playtime, feeding, sleep, walks, etc. Also tips for helping with biting at hands and jumping up when playing. Walking and biting at my feet. Okay. You need a one-on-one. -on -one. Mm. First of all, you don't need to exercise your dog, give your dog toys, or play with your dog to eliminate all those things. I just want you to know that. So you, you, you've been told all these things or read all these things by somebody who actually doesn't know how to stop on want to be. So, so Leah, congratulations on your dog, number one. And, and yeah, it sounds like you're brand new to the show. Um, but I'm going to, but I, but I'm a truth teller. I'm a truth teller. I've been doing this for a long time. I know the lies. I know the game that people play, the industry plays. 
you either read a book or heard from somebody that all those things will make it better. Now, yes, you should play with your dog. Yes, you should exercise your dog. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But what I'm saying is those things will not stop what you are struggling with. You need to learn how to apply a punisher. What's the first thing? Vocal. Get yourself a remote collar, shock collar, or a bark collar. If the dog, if it's a, if it's a bark collar, they're designed to go off automatically when the dog barks. So it, the dog barks, gives them a shock. You have to get it at the right level to figure it out. I'd rather use a remote collar because you can use the remote collar for um, everything. Stopping all unwanted behaviors and training, training wanted behaviors, and we have a full course, multiple courses on how to use them. But you'll get yourself either a Dogtra or uh, eCower Technologies um, dog cower. Um, shock cower is like a lot of people call them, like, you know, those evil shock cowers. You'll say no and you'll correct. All right. Bark, uncomfortable. Bark, uncomfortable. Bark, more uncomfortable. Eventually, you have to figure out what level it is that makes the dog stop. Biting at your feet, biting at your hands, you can use a bonker or a shock collar. Look both of those things up. Everything I say on this on this channel, I have either free videos or paid courses for all these things. For all these things. All right? Knock this shit over. Okay. okay. You... I'm trying to get this because it's right behind my head. It looks like I have like a one of those, like I went to those the... crowns on, those leaf crowns. And it's supposed to be a little bit off to the side. Are you like Jesus? It's what it looked like. It was directly behind my head. like Right. Hmm. So I just had to move it. There you go. All right. Let's see. Philip. So, well, I'm not done yet. So um, uh, well, usually you, you, you say to me, did you answer the question, Jeff, after I got on a rant? you did, actually. That's right. So um, for that moment to fix our plans. <laughs> so, 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 nibble, so nibbling and barking and biting all can be stopped with a punisher. The, the big issue is, Leah, you have not been taught how to apply a proper punisher, and that's what you need to do. And whoever you're going to that says you don't need to, give them the dog for the week and say, show me how to do it step by step. Don't say, don't say, like, all those things, by the way, I, I could personally stop. So can Joelle. So can any decent dog trainer. Nibbling at your feet, one to two second fix. Barking, maybe up to a five second fix. Nibbling at your hands, one to two second fix. Literally all three of those problems in less than 10 seconds, we can eliminate. We do it all the time. Next. Um, Philip says, what are a couple of suggestions to get a consistent recall with a dog that is less than a year old? Okay. Formal recall training. There is a system. We have a system of, we have literally a step-by-step how-to system on how to get a rock solid off leash recall around high levels of distraction. And you can do it with, I mean, we do it with six month old puppies. So we have a course called green to graduate. Green to graduate. It's $197, which is cheaper than a one-hour counsel with me. For $197, you'll have a fully off-leash trained dog. Yep. And a lot of people say, well, my dog is pretty well trained. I'm going to say it's probably not. Not to our standards. And, our, and, we're, and we're not competitive dog trainers. We're family pet dog trainers. No, but we want your dogs to be able but, to ignore distractions. Right. Put it this way. Right now, we've got two schnauzers. If you've seen our social media, you know we've been working with these two schnauzers for some of our courses. They're right down next to us. They'll be doing place command for two hours tonight. Wes, who can't stand small dogs, these are mini schnauzers. They're a meter and a half away. And then there's tech. So we've got a high-drive German Shepherd who has no problem shaking the shit out of little schnauzers. We've got a Malinois, which is high-drive, Line up on my bed, and then we got the two schnauzers in place right next to us. And we're just sitting here doing the show. That's what I'm calling. That's what I mean about dog training. None of them have and, ever met. And they're not tired. And they're not tired. Mm -hmm. And they're not mentally exhausted. They're, it's called trained. And they'll fall asleep because there's nothing else to do. It's like, I might as well just sleep. Next. Let's see. Snuggle Bun said, that's the problem I'm finding with my local shelters. They all use positive reinforcement only which and don't allow the use of tools. So, which is fine if that's what they want to do. But when you adopt them, don't make me do it. Exactly. Okay? Don't make me do it. So, I'm the owner now. I'll train the dog how I want to. The problem is, if they truly cared about dogs... They would teach those dogs how not to do certain behaviors. And if there's a shelter person out there that can stop all these behaviors that owners are struggling with, 
Like, so it's one thing to train a dog, put it back in its shelter kennel and leave and go home. It's another thing to live with a dog for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a humongous difference. So there's training in one aspect, training and forgetting about it and not giving a shit what the dog does for the rest of the 23 and a half hours a day. And then there's lifestyle training. There's a humongous difference between the two. So go to someone's house or do bring home a dog for a board and train, fully train it up, stop all the unwanted behaviors, train all the wanted behaviors with your theory. Then we can have a discussion. Until then, we cannot have a discussion because you, you, we're not talking the same language. We're not in the same arena. We're not in the same. That's like me, me getting into an argument about training with a with a agility trainer. I don't do agility. I'm a family pet dog trainer. I don't know how to do agility. So next. Uh, GB boxes, you guys are the best. Hi. Well, thanks, Thank GB you. Box. DB Legacy said, want to say thanks for the Walk the Walk videos. Very helpful. Oh, good. Yeah, we have lots more. And we, there's going to be a lot more free videos going out. And we also have a – so Patreon – October is the last month of Patreon. For my Patreon members, make sure you cancel your renewal. But I will be able to – on the, the second to last day of the month, I will be shutting off Patreon. Why? Because Joel and I are starting a membership program on our uh, – the Solid Canine Academy website, a membership program. So Joel is not involved with Patreon. So on this membership program, you're going to be getting two Q&As a week. You'll be getting free videos on there. You'll be getting so much value out of that. We're going to be talking about building a business, any business, social media, any any modality of social media with any any business, um, how to work with clients, um, how to do personal growth, getting into meditation, getting into, um, oh, geez, so, so what am I missing here? A lot more. And obviously dog training. Next. Um, applause for the dogs. I just want to say your podcast regarding dog daddy was great. Thanks for addressing. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And it's the first time I've ever spoken up in 20 years. Haley said, should displacement behaviors be corrected? Would it be dependent on the behavior? Give me an example. I need, I need, yeah. I, I need an example. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk in, I don't like to, I, I want to be able to address the example because I don't want you to say, Jeff told me to do this. Not that I give a shit what people think, but it's like, I actually want to help you. So give me an example of what the dog is doing that you wanted to do more of or else stop doing. And any good dog trainer should ask those exact questions. Do you want the dog to do more of it or less of it or learn how to do, learn how to do, like, I want my dog to learn how to do a long downstay. Okay, great. Thanks. Next. Uh, Ducey says, hi, Jeff. I was really wondering if you could help me. I have an 11 month old staff cross Rottweiler. Mm -hmm. She's amazing, but she really comes at me, especially with my shoes and legs. Mad respect for you. Okay. So she's amazing. So she amazingly comes at you like with a cape and shit, oh like God. flies through the air and like Stop. attacks your feet. So I'm giving her a hard time. Sorry. I'm being, I'm being snarky. That's my snarkiness. If I didn't have my snarkiness at the end of the night, like people have to have their like, you know, end of the night. I've been sober for over 30 years. It's your nightcap. So it's like, I got to have some nighttime snarkiness. Yeah. Um, I just, we, like, the reason why I say, who's, who is, who am I speaking to? Ducey. So Ducey. Thank you for the question. The reason why I'm giving you a hard time about you saying your dog wonderful and then going after your feet because I don't want your mind to be clouded by what you're going to need to do. You have got a power breed dog that can easily rip you apart because it's only 11 months old, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not even a full adult yet. It can easily rip you apart and cause serious damage. And I don't care how much your dog loves you. They're fully capable of doing it. And I've seen it way too many times in my career. Um, um, to, to talk about. You need to learn how to stop an unwanted behavior. So the, the easiest, quickest way, which you can do right now in the next five minutes is go watch the how to make a bonker video. Make yourself a bonker. A bonker is just a cotton towel. There's nothing inside of it. No metal bar, no frozen water bottle, none of the stuff that you hear online about what I do. A dog bone. It's a dog bone, <laughs> you know, metal shavings, like, you know, whatever. No, it's literally a cotton towel. 
And don't ask me where to buy the towel. If you can't figure that out, like, just, just never leave the house, please. Um, uh, uh, you'll use the towel. You'll say no. You always say no before any punisher is delivered. No, bonk. When your dog is biting your shoes, biting your feet, so what you do? Well, he randomly does it. Really? Stick your foot out then. You're not teasing the dog. So I should be able to stick my foot out in front of my dog and my dog should go, I'm not biting that. Like that's what that's what trained dogs do. They're like, I'm not allowed to bite feet. No, bonk. Start with that. Keep a leash on your dog. Next. GB Box says my business has grown exponentially because of you guys. Thank wow, you. That's awesome. Yep. We've started in 20 years, I've probably started, oh, at least 500, if not more, started from nothing careers. It increased thousands of dog trainers' careers just by yapping my mouth off, let alone, obviously, <laughs> seminars, consults, mentorship, things like that. But a lot of stuff, people just do it by just like, yeah, let me just up. let me put a little Jeff into this. You know what I mean? That's what she Literally, said. There's people doing um, like green to graduate and they're like, holy shit, I can like train dogs now. Yeah. Like that program has helped structure a lot of new trainers. Yeah. Training programs. Yeah. That's incredible. We're giving all our shit away. Yep. A lot of stuff we give away for free. No gatekeeping here. So be prepared. Guys, be prepared. Don't be surprised in 2024 when $2,500, $3,000 online courses come out. Don't be shocked. Don't worry. We're still going to have our 47, 97, 99, 199 courses. But be prepared for life-changing $2,500 to $3,000 to $5,000 courses. We're... we're I, you hate your freaking work, okay? You hate your job. You hate your life. You're fucking barely getting by. You're miserable. There's certain things in your life that make you happy. I love to go canoeing. Love to go rafting. Love to go fishing. You know? I mean, if you want to make a six-figure income masturbating, I got a fucking game plan for you. I mean, whatever you love. <laughs> Imagine then. Um, what's that? There's OnlyFans. Yeah, but... there is. That's what I was thinking. OnlyFans. We'll put you in there. <laughs> okay. So imagine all of a sudden you took a course. Because we, we spend about 10000 plus a year minimum on online learning. That's got nothing to do with dog training. It's how to help all of you better, by the way. It's literally dumped back into you. Imagine if you found then someone that said, huh, I like what these guys have to say. Wow. I read some of the books they suggested. Wow. I did some of the mental exercises they talk about. Wow. They really seem like they're going places. Huh. And then they saw a course and they looked into it. And you, you left your miserable job, you left your miserable relationship, you moved to a part of the world you wanted to move into, you started a career, not necessarily in all this order, right? Um, you probably got to leave your job and leave your toxic relationship in order to make progress, just to give you a heads up, okay? Um, and possibly leave family members behind and cut family members off that are toxic. Get rid of toxic friends, all that stuff. That's, that's, that's rule number one. You can all do that today. Literally, get, at a minimum... At a minimum, anybody on your social media page that is toxic, boom, you're gone. Gone. Friends that bring you down, boom, you're gone. You're gone. Family members, lay down the law. These are the rules or I, we don't speak anymore. Boom, you're gone. You're done. No more 10-minute conversations on the phone. I'll give you a one minute, then we're done. Boom. Mothers and fathers included. All right? And then all of a sudden, you start making high five figures. Then you hit six figures. Then you're like, holy shit. Living where I want, relationship I want, life I want, mental space I want, and I'm doing what I love, and I'm making a fucking living. If that ain't worth three to $5,000, I don't know what is. Next. Word. Lindsay was at an event at the park with a ton of dogs. My dog is great with other dogs who mind their business. Nice. One dog came up to her kind of pushy, high energy right in her face. Yeah. She showed her teeth and kind of went towards the dog air snapping. Yeah. I never corrected that. I just wanted to make sure I was in the right for not correcting it. At what point would she take it too far to where I would, ne where it would need to be corrected? It happened so fast. I didn't see it right. coming. Yeah, that's a really good question. Okay, so intent is everything there. Now, 
if a dog just came up, well, first of all, you were at a dog event, number one. So there's sort of like unwritten rules. Dogs are going to come up to dogs historically. But if a dog rushes up to your dog and is pushy, like spatial pressure is being pushy, your dog doesn't like it and just growls a little bit, maybe snaps, but there's no intent behind it. Just like a warning thing. The other dog backs off. Okay, that's fine. If your dog would have taken it past that, like, so in other words, I've only owned one good puppy raiser, Uma, and she's been dead for a while. And I've had a lot of dogs. Like, it takes a special dog to be a good puppy, a true puppy raiser. Fair. Most dogs can't stand puppies, actually. So um, if your dog's being fair, you're fine. You didn't do anything wrong. If it would have escalated on the other dog's part, you boot the dog. Next. Um, let's see. GB Buck said, I embrace your snarky index. There you go. Whatever the fuck that meant. And I'm talking to you tomorrow when I got I'm fucking to I'm talking to you tomorrow. It's like, man, you you better clean up your English because I don't be your talking snarky index. <laughs> Whatever language you just spoke, I don't understand it. Allison says happy Monday, J Squared. Thank you. Ooh, J Squared. Wow, that's the name of a show. It is? Yeah. <gasps> we should put that on the wall. Remember how we're like, oh, we should get like a neon sign. What should it say? It should say J squared. Right. <gasps> That's it. I was thinking about getting an open sign and then just like making a handwritten poster Allison, saying Joel's oh legs God. are. Yep, next. Fuck <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look, Wes just woke up from his sleep. He says, fuck you too. Destiny, happy Monday. At what point in training does a dog no longer have to be in place command when in the house? My dog went through green to graduate, zero issues. If I don't have her in place, she makes good choices and just goes to sleep somewhere okay. anyways, but not actually in command. Is there a benefit to putting her in place daily versus free roaming? There is, but, it's, but, but with your dog, it sounds like your dog has been trained to make good choices. And um, the benefit of place command is they have to stay there. So it's good, men it's good mentally. It's good for impulse control and it's good mentally, but it sounds like you've done a great job. It sounds like a good job. It's so funny when I made that comment, you know, about your legs being open, number one, it was a fucking joke, number one. So many people, though, not so many people comment, he's so disrespectful to her. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't realize that, like, I bust her balls just yeah. so she can, like, slap me. He'll have a black eye tomorrow, okay. don't worry. <laughs> so, so it's like, I'm scared shitless of her. I would never be disrespectful. Next. Deucey said, okay, I deserve that. Well, you didn't. Okay, just you got to get my humor. Got to get my humor. But, 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 but this is what we've got to get to people. Oh my God, he was such a dick to me. I'm like, okay. So, but was the information correct? So you don't like how I delivered it, but it was the information correct. And I try to mix. If you're not prepared for some snarkiness, you're not. You're on the wrong show. Next. Um, Joyful Dog Services says, good question on displacement behavior, sniffing or eating things upon being asked to command or doing e-call or conditioning. It's tough when it could be confusion or adolescent behavior. Yeah, I mean, so Sometimes for... I don't correct if a known neurological disorder, but happens a lot when learning new things like e-collar first week or after a long time of habits being stopped, they tend to act aloof. Some dogs do. Some dogs just act like that normally. Mm. Um you st you'd be surprised. So for that example, you would be surprised how correcting that aloofness gets a dog to pay quick attention, real quick, real quick. So next. GB Buck says, I walk into sessions now. This is what I do. This is what works. If you want results, if not, I'm not the trainer for you. You guys bump me to that level. Damn. I bump into every session. Wow. Look at you taking fucking names. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Damn. Confident AF. It's so funny because um, uh, who said that? That was GB Bucks. GB Bucks. So, um, how many people does that turn off? Right? Because a lot of a lot of trainers would like to be like that, but they're afraid of like clients would be like turned off by that. But it's like, yeah, but but it's the best thing for you. No, no, no. I'm actually a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm like, no. It's like we're we're you want them to be it's successful. Like, we have a mission, mm -hmm. we have a goal. 
Let's fucking get there. And let's not, you know, lollygag around all this. Let's not fuck about. Let's get going. And that's how dog training is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. And you should have fun. You should, you should like your trainer, have fun with your trainer. You know, you, you know, they should, the, the trainer should be able to communicate with a human, have good communication skills, um, being able to teach stuff. By the way, talk about the course that we've got coming up right after this. Um, but I need a link. But, um, but absolutely, like any decent trainer should be, be like, listen, we have a goal. We only have so many sessions. Let's get to it. So there's a course, Joel's still looking for the link. There's a course that we are doing with the Schnauzers. We take them home Saturday to Orlando. We're filming the go-home session. So you'll see how I actually work with clients, which is probably going to surprise a lot of people if you've never seen me work with clients or seen me at a seminar, you know, actually teach. Um, people will be like, wow, he's not such a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go figure, huh? Yeah. So you put up the link? Yeah, I just posted Awesome. It. So check out the link. Yep. Next. Let's see. Bad news is I volunteer with a rescue. We encourage people to use tools and corrections as necessary, mm. not only positive reinforcement. If your organization's goal is to place and keep dogs in homes and you're espousing pure positive, you're working against yourself. You're, well, you're being on it. I'll, I'll go one step. I'll go one step further and something maybe you just don't want to say. Um, you're actually being highly unethical and a liar and an uncaring human being. Oh my God, Jeff, that's so shrewd. I'm like, so you really think all these dogs ended up in your shelter because they were taught too many commands with a reward? No. Most shelters can't even get dogs to shut up in their kennels. Imagine what goes on at home. You can't do the most basic thing, which is to shut up a dog. It's a really simple thing to do. It takes a couple of seconds to do, even without an e-collar or a bark collar. It doesn't take long to do. Next. Heather says, oh, hey, Heather, we haven't seen you in a bit. She says, hey, Jeff and Joelle, how are you both? Two questions. What did I miss with the completely new background? <laughs> it looks great. Second, which podcast do you discuss Dog Daddy? I want to listen. So the new ba- So I had to go to California. My father, unfortunately, um, he's 94. He's getting sick. Um, they found cancer in his kidney and, um, Angela and I decided to fly out there real quick. So while I was gone for just three days, the wonderful, wonderful Joelle redid, that gave, like created a podcast studio and I cannot thank her enough. Um, I figured we needed to be like official. Yeah. I can't thank her enough. And as far as the dog daddy, it was in response to. Um, but it was, I think it was a wake the fuck up show. It wasn't, yeah, it was a wake the fuck up show. So look at, look at last week, last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday show. And it was just in response to all responding. I mean, I'm seeing the same stuff everybody else is, but everybody sees it from a different light than I do because I actually work with dogs that lunge at your face. And then, and then the whole organized campaign by a certain trainer to destroy him, which I have been in that seat before. Um, really, really bad. And that was the tipping point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand up and say something. And, and to the trainer that has this organized campaign, he's been going after me for 15 years. He used to do letter writing. This would be like email wasn't even popular. He's been doing letter writing campaigns. Letter writing. Letter writing. Literally, letter writing. Yeah. <laughs> letter writing, phone calls, like not email, you know? And, um, and, and this person is just not a good person. They're not. No good person does this. They just don't. They just don't. Next. Juicy said, thank you. I knew it was me. I just needed to hear it. Yeah, but no, it's not you. You just don't have the information. That's all. That's all. So many people just don't have the information. They just don't. And if they have the information, they're not applying the information. And if they're applying the information, it might, they might be applying it wrong. That doesn't mean it's their fault. You know, it doesn't mean it's their fault. I mean, Imagine going to these these uh, uh, speedy um, oil change pla- places. If you've been there for a year, you've changed a lot of cars' oil. Like you probably know where every drain plug in every model car is. You can probably change oil blindfolded. Meanwhile, most of us, like me, who've never changed oil, can't even find the freaking drainage plug. So next, let's see. 
trying to keep up with Instagram here. Uh, GB Buck says, sorry about your dad. Yeah. Um, Allison said, grateful for Jeff yapping his mouth off. Yes, your content is the reason I was able to start my business. Good. Good for you, Allison. Yeah, there's been there's been so many and so many that won't admit it. There's been so many. Mm-hmm. It's funny, the curve, the, tra- the trajectory curve. I started so many people's careers. They love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. Took all of the what they can get from me. Then people started going, oh, we can't stand Jeff. And then this person was like, oh, well, I can't be associated with him. I hate him too, which is fine because that's just a character flaw in the person, not in me. Because um, I've stuck to my guns. And... Um, that's fine. That's fine. I just know. I, I, I know how it all started. I know how it all started. I know, I know the miserable jobs so many of you were in and the miserable relationships so many of you were in and how you all left them all, the jobs, the relationships, how you all found happiness and how you're living the best life and how, how you're talking shit about me. And it's like, that's okay. That's okay. If that's the way your moral compass points you. Okay. Next. Um, Avi says, I'll still love you at 3,500. <laughs> Thanks, Avi. We love you too. We love you too. Haley, like needing something in their mouth or fake itching. I know it's self-regulation, oh. but sometimes it seems unnecessary. Okay. I don't know which ones I should allow or if I can correct for some of them. Got it. Got it. Okay. So your dog's full of shit. Your dog is most likely trying to delay the work. Angelo, he's... um. He's uh, 11 years old and he doesn't, he wouldn't do this shit because he knew he'll know that fucking, you know, electronics would go flying if he pulled this shit. Angelo, it's time for dinner. Hold on. I'm almost done with it. I'm like, now you're done with it for the rest of the fucking year (laughs) because it doesn't work anymore, you know? So now you're really done. So it's like sort of like the same thing with your dog. You ask them to do something and they'll be like, oh, there is grass here. Let me sniff it. Oh, I do have a scratch all of a sudden. Let me itch it. Yeah. Next. Jamie says, what cost or advice to start a podcast business for my area? Oh, probably next to next to nothing. Podcasting is like such minimal expense. So you, I would book, I, if you want to learn how to start a podcast, it, here's a great example. Here's a great example. You invest in someone that does a podcast. So invest in a one-hour council with me, or 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 there's free videos out there. Mm-hmm. So um, there's there's a po- there's there's podcast uh, um, there's podcasting uh, Instagram pages. There's podcasting websites. There's um, uh, podcasting YouTube channels, and you can learn how to start a podcast. All the equipment you need, which basically is a cell phone. Um, and Look that's at what we had for a studio that, for like forever. That's, that's all you need. Ugly green wall. That's all you need. But, but and so many people don't do video. They just do voice. Yeah, that's true. Most podcasts. I, I think the majority of podcasts are just voice. No. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, audio. I watch, I watch the people. You do. Cause I like but, their uh, but, but also I will tell you, I play so many YouTube videos in the car. Yeah. And I just listen. That's true. I just listen. So the audio is the most important. Is right. most important. Next. Jamie said, I already read that. Avi said, if I told my father I could only talk for a minute and hung up, it might be the last thing I do. Yeah, well, then you don't do that. But you might have a better relationship with your dad. You know, I've yeah. had to put boundaries down with family members. Same. I've had to put boundaries down. Like, we're not talking about this. You know, next. JW said, good day, Jeff and Joelle from Australia. Oh, hey, you. How are you? Yeah. Late there. Avi, Freya corrected Rocky the other day. He was pushing her and trying to force play. Nice. I used the out and down them, then let them break, and it stopped. Good. Good. Next. Jamie said, can you have a conversation without saying fuck all the time? (laughs) Probably not. Jamie? Mm -hmm. Do you know that I never swear other than this show? And yes, I can. I'm capable of it. You're such a liar. You never swear other than this show. Well, I do swear, but I don't swear as much. (laughs) I say fuck a lot on this show. But this is this is what's really really funny. Um, I have lost so many listeners because I say fuck on this show. The name of my morning show is "Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff." I have lost so many listeners, 
And uh, people would usually tell me, it's like, I've had, I had to stop following you because I wanted my 12-year-old, 11-year-old to listen to. And I'm, my response is, I can respect that, but you do realize you're an 11-year-old. If it goes to school, I homeschool, but still, if it goes to school, or even if it's homeschool, and if it has access to the internet, I assure you, me saying fuck is like an angel from heaven. Okay? Because what I won't do is, I won't convince your seven-year-old oh, to cut his fucking go. genitals here off. Here we go. I knew that was coming. <laughs> and, I knew it was coming. And I won't convince you that you're going to die if you don't put a fucking mask on. And I won't convince you about all the lies that are going on out there. And I won't convince you that our border is actually safe. And I won't convince you of all these other lies that are on mainstream media. Jamie, you opened this can of water. So mainstream media is way, and who isn't saying fuck, is way worse than Jeff Gelman saying fuck. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can absolutely do a whole show without saying fuck. Yeah, we could. And I've done them. We could. We're just passionate people. Just come okay. out. Terry said, fuck, I'll still watch and get more courses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Terry. Circle. And it's also, it's like, my mom is 80-something years old. I'm not allowed to oh, say. Isn't her favorite word um, clusterfuck or something yeah. like that? She's the most conservative person. Okay? So she fucking drop, drops F-bombs. Not like I do. They say it's like a trait. Aren't you like more honest or something if you swear a lot? Supposedly you're more honest and intelligent. Right? So mm -hmm. uh, I'm on, I might be honest something. Next. <laughs> Jeremy says a loose dog ran up on us uh, during a walk and was about to come at us. Put my scary. dog behind us and I kicked it away. Good for you. Now he's leash reactive. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You no. know what though? Okay. So first of all, the protocol you did was proper. Yes. Then you have proper. to do that. You have to. You have to. You have to do that. And we've done we've done whole shows on neutralizing threats. Oh yeah. We did remember that was that one Wednesday where it's like fifty percent of the show was literally about kicking dogs and attack you. Um so if your dog's leash reactive, we have got a great, we have free leash reactive info out there for you on our um, YouTube channel. But we have a couple of great courses. Chaos to Control is our latest. It's a live course, five-day live course. We did it with these schnauzers, which were highly leash reactive. And then there's two other courses we have on Solid Canine Academy that are also about leash reactivity. So go to solidcanineacademy.com and then look for the three leash reactive courses and see which one you like the best. Next. Allison said, yes, happy I could help with the sign idea. Big fan of J squared. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Could I order that? Yep, there you go. Deb says, on my way to Sarasota tomorrow, unfortunately, without my boss. Oh, sorry, have fun. You have a great time. Weather's great. The weather's great always. It was 94, 95 today. But it's like drier, drier. -ish. It's not as humid now. It's not as humid. Yeah, not as humid. It feels good. Yep. It was nice. And it was a little bit cloudy. It's like intermittent clouds, but the intermittent clouds are the 60% of chance of rain, you know? So next. Sam said, hi guys. Oh my God. Sorry. I tried the pet corrector for whining and it took, and took it outside. Someone came up to me and said, you can do that without punishing. I said, great. And went to hand her the leash. She said, I don't know how, but I know you can do ah, it. Ah, <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> got it. Okay, great. So are you kidding me? Yep. Yep, there we go. What if, I, like, mind your own business? Mind, wow. no, excuse me, mind your own fucking business. Wow, that's what—that's exactly the words that would come out of my mouth. It's like, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. I don't know how, but I know what you can. Right, do. I don't know how. I don't know how, but you don't have to do it that way. Okay, that's literally the conversation out there. Use positive reinforcement. There's, it's a better way. Show me. Well, I don't know how to do it. And this is coming from dog trainers. I just heard. Yeah. <laughs> heard this one time. Yep. Next. Well, the pet corrector didn't work for her whining dog. Yeah. I know. Whining can be difficult. Her dog's been whining for like a century. Yeah. Whining can be difficult. So bad. Well, this is what we need to do is just take it away from her. Not permanently. No. Board and train. Board and train. Get your dog here, Sam. Sam, get your dog here. Next. Jamie, who's more difficult to train, humans or dogs? Well, it, it all depends on your skill set. It all depends on your skill set. 
the most laborious is the dog. The most important is the human. But for a dog trainer to say that owners are difficult to train, number one, you're working with the wrong owner. Number two, you suck as a teacher. And if that, that, that turns a lot of people off, I'm like, well, don't be mad at me. If you're constantly saying, oh my gosh, this client, that client, blah, 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 blah. If you're constantly complaining about clients, you're not pre-screening well enough or your own teaching skills need improvement. But don't blame them. Now, if you're giving information to the clients in a proper way where everybody else has success with the same information and they keep on failing and failing and failing, well, maybe it is the client. But there's an important factor that is missing from that question. What's your skill set as a dog trainer? What's your skill set as a human trainer? Then there's two more important factors. What's the problems with the dog? And how open is the, how well did you pre-screen the client? Next. Let's see. GB Box says, I love the F word. Yeah, I mean, I use it. I feel like a lot of you guys do. I use it selectively, but I get why people would find it offensive. Keep in mind, though, this isn't, we're not monitored by the FCC. Next. Jamie says, damn brutal, lol, the truth. Yeah. You always get the truth for me. I, I also lose a lot of fans that way. I lose fans left and right. Literally. My whole rant right there about like, you know, mainstream news. Oh, I'll lose fans. I could be doing so much bigger, so much bigger. But my, my goal is bigger. My goal is bigger. Next. <clears throat> Heather said, oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. And Kathleen said, sending you love. Yeah, he'll be okay. He's having his kidney removed. Thank you so much, first of all. He's having his kidney removed. Um, he's strong enough. He's he's 94. This, he's, he's strong. Many of you have seen, whenever I fly out there, I go to the gym with him, and I film him at the gym. People are amazed at what he can do when he's 94. Um, yeah. uh, he, he's strong enough. He's strong enough to go through surgery. And um, I'll probably fly, we'll probably fly out there again when he gets out of surgery, which we're not sure when it's going to be next. Soon, though. Next. Hey, I'm Crystal. I took three of our dogs with me on a girl's weekend and got so many compliments on them nice. as I had them down and off the trails when we passed people six months old, 11 months old, and three years. Right. It was nice to hear the compliments, but I saw a lot of room for improvement from those three pups. Good. Good for you. Good. So kudos, kudos to you for, number one, doing all the hard work, and kudos for you for now figuring out what else you need to work on. That's excellent. 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 Crystal, high energy, seven month golden that aggressively attacks and responds to growling when play biting is rejected by other 30 pound dog in the home. Won't release once the fight has begun. Course recommendation. How old is the dog? Seven months. It's seven months old already. It's doing this. Okay. Well. Finish the question. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay, just... so it aggressively attacks in response to growling when play biting. It's rejected by the 30-pound dog in the home. Won't release and once the fight has begun. Yep. Yikes. Yep. There's no course that will help you. You need to do a one-on-one, -on -one and you need to, be, need to be mentally prepared to deliver a correction, which is not abuse. It's not violence. It is a well-timed, well-practiced industry standard and whenever i say industry standards people are like well i've never heard of that i'm like that's because trainers don't talk about it hmm. i can't tell you how many people say oh well other people work with dogs like like that one trainer does but he doesn't hang them and i'm like no yes they do they just don't talk about it they just don't show it and also there's no hanging watch the videos in slow motion like if a dog comes up at your face and you just hold the leash away from you so it doesn't bite your face you're not hanging the dog you're keeping the dog from biting your face i mean understand physics like i thought newton had this like don't they teach newton in school anymore like gravity and shit 
I don't know what the hell they're teaching it's like, anymore. So it's like when a dog comes at your face, and if you don't stop it, it's gonna bite your face. You need to neutralize the threat. And if you there's there's something called ask any dog trainer about this. There's something called self preservation moves. Every dog trainer should understand what a self preservation move is. What is it? It's a move technique you do to preserve your safety from a dangerous, aggressive, even jumping dog. It's a very common term. And it involves historically holding the dog away from you. And if you watch 90% of these videos, that's all it is. But I can attest to you and any other honest dog trainer that works with dogs that lunge in their face to try to bite them, I assure you, I 100% assure you, they're most likely holding the dog up in the air. This is common practice. It's common practice. And someone says, well, I work with aggressive dogs and I don't do that. I'm like, well, do you work with aggressive dogs that lunge at your face? Oh, no. I'm like, okay. So again, you didn't listen to me. It feels like there's a lack of listening. Like, we're, we, have to be we have to be talking the same language. We have to be talking the same language. Like, I work with many dogs that just growl at me. That's not aggression, though. Okay, but even if they growl with intent to bite, they're not lunging in my face. Right. Like, we have to just... And there's also happy-go-lucky dogs that lunge at your face. You still have to hold them away from you. Or they've worked with dogs that, like, just bark and lunge on the leash. It's like, that's right. not... Right, that's not aggression. That's not aggression. Yes. At all. Yes. So those are, we call those easy dogs. Yeah. We literally call those joy, happy-go-lucky dogs that have just got bad behavior. Next. Heather's a beautiful job on the room, Joelle. Thank yes, you. 100% agreed. Bad news. The one that irks me is no-kill organizations that house unadoptable dogs yep. for years because they don't have the stones to euthanize. Yep, yep. Or, well, or some of them will adopt them. They'll adopt them out to other shelters that will kill them. But it's like, you know, I, when I had my radio show, I did a little bit of a, a year-long no-kill kick. Um like on the radio, radio? On the radio, yeah, on the radio. Um, and then the more I looked into it, I'm like, well, this is stupid. This is just really stupid. And the whole concept of no kill is ridiculous. There are dogs that should not be that should not be walking the face of the earth. You know, efforts should be efforts should be spent other 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 places. So we don't have a shortage of homes for these dogs to go into. But we have to stop bringing dogs in from other sources and work on our own. It's almost like our homeless crisis here and, our, and the way we treat our veterans here on the streets. It's like we don't have housing for them, food for them, health care for them. But we have housing, health care, school, food for others. Interesting. Interesting. Next. Um, DB Legacy said, nah, I love it. Our country is fucked. Probably about one of your rants earlier. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a great, uh, YouTuber called the Nomad Capitalist. Look him up next. Um, oh my gosh, all these comments about your sparing. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Great. Aye, aye, aye. Opened up a fucking can of worms, did I? <laughs> For, real. For real. Crystal says, you're one of the few people who uses the word fuck as much as me. I've been told I'm brutally honest. Sam said, if that's the case, I'm the most intelligent person in the world. <laughs> Destiny, like you said earlier this year, fuck is in the equation. You're either getting fucked over or you're getting fucking great results. You can't run from the fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. You said that. I guess so. That's a thing. We, we got to find that podcast. You can't run from the fuck. <laughs> All right. I think I, I think I said I, you can't hide from the fuck. Mm. Yeah, we gotta find that. We gotta find that podcast. Allison, the wise words of Jeff: "Fuck is always in the equation." Yep. <clears throat> Heather, ever since we went from two to three dogs a year ago, and when anything more heightened starts up, active playing. Mm. Um, let's see, it got cut off. Mm. 
when they're in a more out state, like busy play yep. or large dog now seems to try to correct one of our smaller yep. ones. Yep. It's always the same dog he corrects. He doesn't hurt him, but it's definitely a bit rough from a big to small dog. Yeah. Get what careful. started this? It never happened before between them. They were the original two we had. Um, it could be. Okay. There's put it this way. We could spend a lot of time figuring out what, why. Correct? We can spend a lot of time. Or do we want to know if it's acceptable and or should it be allowed or stopped? That's the true. That's the real question probably, right? Unless you want to know why and don't care that they do it. Because then I'll just make stuff something up and you'll be like, oh, okay, great. I can sleep at night now. But if you want to know how to stop it, I would teach the bigger dog the out command. The out away from people is the title of the free video, but it can be out away from anything. Heather, do you have our pack training course? I thought she did for some reason. We sh literally show that exact scenario in that course. Mm. We have a course on well, right. living with five dogs. Because one of them, well, there's five total, actually. And one was a sheriff, just like that. Yep. Every time there'd be play, yep. one dog's playing with the water hose. This one would come in and just like get snippy, bite the other ones, and we show it exactly how we stop yeah, it. Yeah. It's called uh, Training an Unruly Pack of Dogs. The, the, the course. Pack training, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's under all our other courses. Yeah. If, if you've got multiple dogs. I'll link you. Yeah, if you have multible dogs, the pack training it's course really is fantastic. Course. It shows yeah. how we, like, literally integrate them as a pack, how we do all their training as a pack, how we train their owners yeah. with packs. Um one of our better courses yeah. really it was a really uh in-depth course i'll link you yeah. the polite pack is what it's called yeah the polite pack so i had to get that one yeah it's just your dog sheriffing and it's i'm, I'm glad it's not hurting it but still you've got to be really careful like people think about just biting only you have to be careful about and as you know this you have to be careful about the weight you have to be careful about your dog's paw landing on a small dog on their back on their lungs ribs head a leg you have to be really careful as you know that's why you're asking but a lot of injuries can happen that are and then you and then your your small dog can start screaming and that might then start trigger a dog fight. Yeah, that that might trigger a fight yeah mm -hmm. next um melissa said i'm considering getting a new golden puppy but nervous that my four-year-old cocker won't adjust when puppies visit us he gets overwhelmed growls hides mm. any tips do they ever adjust so i would do a counsel with me but yes that you can you you can make it work what i would ask you uh, let me ask you this do you correct any of those behaviors in your um cocker do you correct any of those behaviors currently next um, Avi said, F yeah. My co Avi won't type the word. It's so PC, Avi. It's like, it's like Angelo. Isn't Avi a teacher, though? You have to be PC. Yeah. Joyful dog services. Just FYI, swearing is proven to release dopamine and endorphins, according to a European study. So swear as much as you want. Damn. I was wondering why I'm sitting here with an erection. Next. Uh, did you really just say that? <laughs> That, like, took a second to register. Like, did you actually just say that? <laughs> You're tapped. Oh, Avi said, yes, I fucking will. Okay. I love it, Avi. Yes, bring the energy here. Um, Ham, Chris, Ham Crystal said, yes, he did. It was awesome. Thanks for reminding me of the quote. <laughs> Everyone's like, let me write that in my notepad. That's right. I can't hide from the fuck. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> we put that on the wall. That was a really whistly S. You like pierced my ear with that one. We can put that on the we can put that on the wall. Can't hide from the fog. Yeah, yeah our views will just skyrocket. Um, Jamie said, "Great advice, guys. Thank you. You're welcome." Damn, it's already past eight o'clock. Are you serious? Jamie said, "Yeah." Sid Damn. said, "A lady at the feed store told me I should be using a halty on the German Shepherd five month old I had. Um, I don't like them, and I can't correct with a halty. I should have handed her the leash too, or asked her why she carries Purina food." And honestly, put a halty on a dog, they usually fucking buck wild and scream. Right. It's way more invasive than any prong right. collar, I will guarantee you that. You have to fully condition a halty, which can take anywhere from like a week to two weeks with some dogs. Right. And they hate it the entire time it's on. That is my last resort for our highly, highly, highly mm. least reactive dogs where we're just like, oh my God, 
I will put a halty on them. So you you can know act- what, Sam White, with your whining dog, try a freaking head halter. You know what you can do? You know what you can do? Actually, I'm being serious here. So, Sid, go to the feed store next. First of all, was your dog out of control, or was this just unsolicited advice? If it's unsolicited advice, ask the person, do you care about dogs? Do you care about animals? Yes, yes, of course. I love dogs. I love animals. I love horses. I've got two horses at home. love animals. And you work here, correct? Yep, I work here. All right. I notice you have a lot of Purina products here. Can I ask you why? If you truly cared about the health of your animal, why are you carrying Purina? Because Purina is harming way more animals than any training tool or training methodology out there. Right? And then when you answer that, we can discuss dog training. Next. Heather said, I already read that one. Um, JW, if a dog comes at you, redirects, and is going to bite your balls off, and you have to hang it for your safety, so be it. Yeah. Damn right. You hang it until it passes out. Just an FYI, that is actually what you do. You hang it. If, a, if an off-leash dog comes at you, you have to choke out the dog. Or if you're working with a dog. So, so this. let me just explain our world. We're working with a dog on downstays. We're using food because that's how we teach a downstay. Down, good, reward, break, down, good, reward, break, down, good, reward, break. Hundreds and hundreds of reps. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, your dog leaps at you because it's an aggressive dog. And aggressive dogs, they need to know obedience too. It goes for your nuts or it goes to jump up towards your face. That dog has to be neutralized to a point where it's safe for you to leave the room and most likely change your underwear. So you have to be able to get that dog back in a kennel, back behind a door. Okay? You need to be able to safely exit from the area or have somebody else take over. And you have to have the skill set to know how to do that. But it has happened to us, not because we are harsh with dogs, because we work with dangerous dogs. It's happened to us thousands of times, not once, not twice, not hundreds, but thousands of times. And when you talk to a trainer that has worked with so many dogs over their lifetime that do these behaviors, they can do this stuff blindfolded in their sleep. It is muscle memory. Joelle will not work with aggressive dogs at seminars because her muscle memory can't stop what she needs to do to keep herself safe, and she doesn't want that on film. But it is a safety protocol. It's a safety protocol. So... I think it's, imp- it's important that people understand that you need to, like breaking up a dog fight, a dog has to be choked out most likely. A true dog, a real one, or like a real one. Not just dogs growling with no damage, but dog's going to die. Next. It's 8.06. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I just feel bad we didn't get through everything, but. Um... All right. Yeah. You want to go longer? Well, we gotta get those chickens away. It's getting so dark. I, I mean, it's my job, so I'll wait. I just gotta load up the mouse traps. Um, let's see. Terry said, "Crystal Gents has already ordered a basket muzzle mini educator three hundred for future training and courses, but one on one to eliminate biting is first and foremost. She's at her wit's end. No golden, not the golden's only issue, but is the biggest problem. Oh, is that your daughter or something, Terry? Because Terry and Crystal Gents have the same last name." Sounds like oh. she knows her. Yeah, we can help you. We can definitely help you. We can you. help you. But you gotta do a you gotta do a consult so we can actually help you. Like this is not this is not um QA response fixing. This is serious fixing. You have a serious problem. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like it's just a fight with a lot of noise. Like for, the dog is intense. For a seven month old dog yeah, to be intense. To be grabbing a dog and not letting go with intent to harm. Oh, her daughter in law. Okay. That is a serious issue. That doesn't yeah. mean you need to get rid of the dog. But you need to be prepared to stop it and stop it cold. And I can show you how to stop it. I mean, I'll show you how to stop it. Literally, it's not going to be pretty either. Just to give you a heads up, it won't be pretty. Next. 
Um, Avi said, yes, I fucking will. I'll be bringing the energy at the end of November. Nice. Me and the fucking dynamic duo are coming for a visit. <laughs> the show is, this show is not going to get monetized. That's for sure. They're going to be like, there's way too many swears in this. Do you mark this for not under 18 though? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's another thing. If people have got their children listening, well, you just snuck your kid into an R-rated movie. Shame on you. Next. <laughs> Heather said, you man. Just, you, just bought, you just bought your kid a glass of fucking uh, wine. Shame on you. Heather said, man, I missed you guys sitting here smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa said, yes, I cracked my cocker, but I don't know how much because I thought that I should let him place his boundaries. Should I just always correct and not allow that behavior? Well... I mean, I have no problem with a dog setting reasonable expectation boundaries with other dogs, but there's a lot of other factors to take into consideration. What's the other dog doing, right? Like, here's a good example. Your dog's eating food. We suggest eating in a kennel, but let's say your dog's eating food outside the kennel in a bowl. And then another dog is just walking by 10 feet away, just literally walking by 10 feet away, not even looking at the dog. Your dog stops eating food and attacks your other dog. Okay, that's not acceptable. If the other dog goes up to your dog, though, while it's eating food and, like, starts trying to eat it, and your other dog goes, ah, snap. Well, I would correct the dog that actually went up to the bowl, not the eating dog. Next. Sid said it was unsolicited advice, but it was from a customer. The manager did throw Willow out once because I corrected her for whining, so I buy less there. I wouldn't buy there at all. I wouldn't go there at all. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go there at all. So it was from a customer. Ah, got it. Interesting. Got it. Tell her to clean her car. Tell her you noticed you noticed her car in the parking lot. It's really, really dirty. What a weird thing. Tell her to clean it. You should be doing this with right. your dog, complete stranger that I never talked to in my right. life. Like, that's yep. so weird. Yeah. Say, so, you know what? I drove by your house the other day. Your grass needs to be cut. Yep. And those color flowers you have in your front lawn, out of season. Next. Hmm. Terry said, told her to choke out as last resort, but no. be careful of the time. Four dogs in the home, little structure. Told her to start implementing rules. Yeah. yeah, a lot of rules, a lot of structure, a lot of proactive training. Bottom line, though, that dog needs to um, know what it's like. If it ever does that again, what is going to happen? It has to experience it one time now. Because you do it now, well, it's only seven months old. Because when you st- if you have to do it as it gets older and older and older, it's going to be harder and harder and harder. Is he chewing on? Is he chewing on the bed? Hey. Hey. We have the puppies over here. Theo and Bo. He's nibbling on the bed. I think he's just sniffing. Is he nibbling? I don't know. I can't tell. He blends in with the Next. thing. That's it. That's it? Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Great show tonight. Thank you so much. Hopefully we didn't offend that many people. At least to lose an audience. I um, hope everyone's going to have a great day. Don't forget to go to Solid Canine Academy for swear-free videos. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. Our videos are a lot more kosher yeah. on there. Yep, yep, yep. They definitely have been sanctioned by the rabbinical um, uh, uh, school of uh, Florida. All right. Everybody take care and have a great day. We'll see everybody tomorrow morning. Wake the fuck up with Jeff. <laughs> And I'll talk to everybody. <laughs> talk to everybody later. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh.